Sorry about that. I must have breathed in some of the toxin Bobby released down like Ryder did last episode. <laughs> Anyways, for tonight's episode, let's pick up where we left off. Tonight is episode three of Flurries. Continue listening to find out what happens. I fell through the door landing on my back and catching my breath. After a short time when I finally did I got back up helping Dominic and Cecilia to their feet. Well, that was stupid. I gave her a weird look trying to figure out what she meant. Stupid? What do you mean? A few more seconds passed and Cecilia caught her breath. I asked you to leave us. You could have been killed in there. Then what? I wasn't about to let you guys die in there. We've already lost one of our own to these things. I'm not going to lose anymore. Hey, let's calm down. Look, Ryder, we don't know what the hell these things are and you thought he was dead. He wasn't. So, with that being said, what do we do now? I looked around at both of them. I had more black blood on me than before from the whole situation and we were lucky to be alive. However, Dominic was right. We needed to do something and figure more things out. You're right. We need to continue on to get these supplies and come back here. The plan is still the same, but the only difference now is we all stick together. We make our way to the aisle for medical supplies, so I can do this autopsy. Then we come back here. Do we understand? Cecilia and Dominic looked over at me nodding. Good now let's get going. We started making our way out of the doors from the back room and realized that Walmart was very dark. The only thing we had to help us out was from the backup emergency red lights that would flicker every so often. The other thing that struck me as weird was the noise. There was no noise. When we got chased in here those creatures were making all kinds of commotion. Now there was nothing but the sound from the emergency lights. We made our way from the back area over to the dog food aisle and would stop behind shelves to make sure we couldn't see anything around. When the coast was clear we could make our way to the next aisle and repeat the process up until the last main strip. How do we plan on doing this? I squinted my eyes to look at the long walkway ahead of us. I get what he was saying there was nowhere to hide. Shit. If those things catch either one of us out here, we're dead. We can't take that chance. Hang on. Cecilia reached into her pocket pulling out that paper from earlier that I jotted down for her to get some supplies. Do you still have that pen from earlier? I reached down into my pocket and handed it to her. She started to scribble something on the back of it. I was shocked she could even see what she was doing with the flashing lights every so often. After a few seconds, she slid the paper into the middle of our group. This isn't a great map, but we are here. If we can make our way up through this aisle here, we can use some of the clothing for cover. It's not much but enough for us to get to where we need to go. I looked over at Dominic noticing he wasn't looking too good in the face. I could tell his wound was bothering him. Neither one of us objected to the plan. So, we started to make our way from the dog food aisle over to the clothing aisle. I let Cecilia take the lead, considering she seemed to know what she was doing. Every little motion she did we mimicked. Finally, after some time we made it with no issues to the candle aisle. We got at least four or more aisles to go before we get there. Cecilia peeked her head around the corner looking. So, let's go and get this over with, before one of those damn things comes back. I glanced behind me over at Dominic. I could tell he was terrified. I was too. I wanted to be back in the back room, but knew this had to happen. 
I couldn't operate on Bobby without the right tools. To our luck there were a few displays in the middle of the aisle we made cover out of one by one, till we got to the medical aisle. Well, at least we made it in one piece. Dominic joked. Cecilia smirked over at him and pulled the list from her pocket. Even though she didn't need it seems how I was with her. She started skimming the aisle to gather any amount of supplies she could find. I split from her and Dominic pulling out my phone. So I could see a little better, but before I could turn it on, I heard Cecilia say. No, we don't want to alert those things if any more are around. Keep the lights down. I knew she wasn't wrong, so I slipped my phone back into my pocket grabbing a few medical items I needed that I forgot to put on the list. Dominic held his arm leaning over on the shelves. It would have made me feel better if he would have stayed behind, but I knew that wasn't an option with everything going on. Cecilia made her way over to me and Dominic not falling far behind. I got everything we needed on your list, but I can't stress this enough we need to make our way to the back. She pointed back behind her. She was pointing back toward the weapons area. I let out a sigh shaking my head. We can't risk it. Like I said earlier if we get caught, we could die. But I got us this far and we didn't die. I can get us a little farther. Not that I don't trust you, but I need to sit down. My arm is killing me. So honestly, I'm game for whatever. If he stays on his feet for a good amount of time, he's going to lose even more blood and can bleed out. I'm not going to let that happen. Look, let me go over there and get some weapons and I'll meet you guys in the back. I'm going with her without you. I was starting to get frustrated with her. I didn't want to be a jerk to her. But I knew Dominic's medical issue. His wound was bad. She was flirting with someone's life here. I glared at her letting out a sigh. If we do this, we have to be quick with it. I don't want Dominic getting any worse than he already is. You saved my life twice now, so I'm trusting you again, but this time with Dominic's. Cecilia smiled at me. Trust me. Plus, you said no one else is going to die on your watch. Remember, we all agreed to that. I nodded at her and started to follow her lead. I walked by Dominic and checked on him helping him from leaning off the shelf. We all made our way to the center of the aisle and used the same display as before. This time we crawled our way over to the toy section from the display to get protection. When the coast was clear we'd go from aisle to aisle for cover like last time. After some time we made our way to the middle display to the weapon area. In the distance I could see some barricades and forts set up near the weapons department. Cecilia darted for the aisle closest to the weapons aisle for cover and stopped. Well, this is a situation. Yeah, I didn't think other survivors would already have forts and barricaded themselves in the weapons area. This is crazy. I might be able to scout around and see if we can get in another way. Are you crazy? That place is probably held up like Fort Knox right now. The only way. Dominic stopped mid-sentence falling forward. I stood up to see what was going on, but before I could, I heard a loud crack from the back of my head causing everything to go dark. The next thing I knew, I was waking up tied to a chair. What the hell? Where? Quiet, or you awake the others. A dark figure said, emerging from the shadows of the barricaded area. Judging by what I was seeing this fort looked pretty secure. But my eyes weren't adjusted yet. I shook my head trying to get my vision to come back, but it was no use only time was able to bring it back to normal. I squinted looking at the dark figure in front of me, kneeling down to my face to match his. I hated to do that to you, Ryder. I really did. But I wasn't sure if that was you or not. Plus, Stu and me here have to look out for one another. 
I squinted a little bit more to bring the figure into full formation, noticing it was Max Deaton from earlier when I ran into the store looking for service. Beside him was an older-looking man who had some wrinkles on his face middle-length gray hair and a long goatee on his chin. He had to be in his late fifties if not older. I looked at Max from the side of my eye trying to figure out what was going on. Beside me, I heard struggling and muffled sounds. I looked over to Cecilia tied to the chair near me. I looked around to see where Dominic was but didn't see him anywhere. Where's Dominic? Oh, don't worry about him. He's over there. Looks like something got him good too. The bandage job you did isn't holding up too well. Max grabbed a chair pulling it up beside of me. The way I look at it, if you don't stitch him up here sooner than later, he's going to bleed out. But I'm guessing you already knew that. So that brings me to the next question. What the hell were you three doing out? And about with those things roaming the store? I squirmed a little bit to get free. But before I could answer Stu stepped forward saying, Untie them, Max. What? You heard me. There's no reason to be treating them this way. We know who Cecilia and Ryder are. The only reason why we grabbed them is because we didn't know if it was them or not. Letting out a sigh of grief Max reached for his boot, pulling out a knife and slicing the rope around my wrist and everyone else's that was with me. I stood up grabbing a hold of my wrist twisting them. Cecilia stepped in front of me. Okay, first of all, what the hell do you think we were doing out there? The only other reason why we would be sneaking around in the first place is for those. She pointed to the guns behind Max. Well, how many do you think you need? Stu came forward in front of Max, whom he bumped aside. Max threw his arms up, grabbing Stu by the shoulder, getting his attention. We're going to give them the guns. Why not? Last time, I checked they aren't our enemy. The creatures that are out there are. Speaking of, don't suppose you guys have come across anyone else? I looked over at Stu and Max. Max cleared his throat stepping away from the group, and Stu lowered his gaze to the ground. I could tell I hit some sort of nerve. I started to ask what happened, but Stu grabbed Cecilia and me pulling us to the side. We were chased in here by a group of those things. We were lucky to barricade as much as we did. Luckily, Max, there is good with a rifle, and I have experience in hunting, or we wouldn't be alive. When we all split up, we decided to go back this way and figured it would be best to go back here in the firearm area. The others weren't so lucky to survive. Hold on a minute. So you're saying you've actually killed these things? Took a lot of rounds, but yes. I raised an eyebrow. Did any of them talk to you? He nodded in response. Talk. Like. Inside of our head. Yeah, and some in the group even went down by hearing some loud noises in their heads. It paralyzed them, so those things could finish them off. We've been through hell. If it weren't for Max here, I wouldn't be alive. Yeah, no thanks to you. I'm sorry. You took off running the other way, I get that. But where the hell have you been? We could have used someone with your expertise here. All right. Stu put a hand on Max's chest, calming him down. Easy. They aren't the enemy. Yeah, you keep saying that, but he's starting to act like we are. Look, I have no idea what is going on here. But I think what Max is trying to say is we have some questions that need to be answered. 
it's nothing personal, really, but let's start over. My name is Stu, Stu Loomis. When those things came chasing us back here, we didn't have any other choice but to grab what we found. This part of the store is somewhat ours or at least, we thought. We found out that it wasn't anyone's, but those creatures. We thought more people like yourself would be back here. There was originally a dozen of us that were with us, but those creatures ripped through us like we were nothing. I've seen some really messed up shit that I can't explain. Luckily, my years of living out on a farm and having to hunt came in handy. That, and with my expertise from retiring from construction, I knew how to build a steady fort. When we killed all those things we attended to the wounded, but as you can guess they didn't make it. So, I guess what Max is trying to say is what happened to your group, and where is everyone else? I tilted my head down and cleared my throat. There were only five of us. I didn't get a chance to see where the others ran off to, but we were forced to the back room. We did the same thing as you guys did, grabbing everything we could to barricade those things away. We had someone in our group that didn't want to help, or even obey by the rules, and thought we were making things up. He left out the back receiving bay door, and only got so far before turning into one of those things. Hold on a minute. Repeat that last part for me. His name was Bobby and when he exited the bay area, just five feet away he started convulsing and got inside. Luckily, we were able to stop him before he got too far. Well, we didn't stop shit. He stopped himself. He got me then Ryder here slowed him down. We thought he was dead, but he wasn't. He had some sort of aftershock or something. Aftershock? What do you mean by an aftershock? Look man, I don't know. All I know is that my arm feels like it's going to fall off. Can we please have Ryder stitch me up before this conversation goes any farther? Right, sorry about that. I made my way back over to Dominic and getting my supplies to patch him up. Cecilia made her way over to Stu. We barely made it out alive. I don't know what all you guys have seen, but we have literally seen someone get turned into something, die, and then come back to life just to kill one of our own. Bobby was on our side, but he came back to kill James. After he was already dead. I don't understand what you mean. We had to have killed at least four or five of those things. I mean, sure it did take a couple of shots to the head, but they went down. I never saw one get back up after they went down. I finished patching Dominic up making my way back over to Cecilia and Stu. Bobby bled out from his head. I was 100% sure he was dead, but he came back with a seizure and grabbed James, killing himself and James. Whatever these things are they don't follow basic anatomy. Stu cleared his throat stepping away from the group. Max reached behind him grabbing a couple of guns and slinging them over his shoulder. I took a few steps back and looked over at Cecilia, who was tensed up ready to go into fight mode. Relax. Max flipped the gun over handing it to her. Take whatever guns you need. Stu here is right. You guys aren't the enemies. And if we plan on getting out of here alive, we need to start acting like a team instead of enemies. So, let's get a plan together. Why are you covered in so much more blood than these other two? Max pointed to Cecilia. She started to answer, but Dominic said, She's part of the reason why we're still alive. Really? A pretty thing like you knows how to fight. 
No, I don't. I know how to kill. Max stepped back handing out more guns and ammo. Cecilia walked over to where Max was, grabbing some more ammo from him and skimming some of the guns. Don't suppose you have any handguns. These rifles will only go so far for me. Max bent down in the area with the ammo section looking around. Looks like all they got are rifles, sorry. So, what's the story with you anyways? I'm sorry. Not trying to sound like a dick, but women that look like you don't normally do this type of thing. You'd be a pretty good-looking woman if you weren't covered in blood, but were you in the ammo? No, I'm just here fighting for my life and helping. I'm just like you guys. I want to get out of this thing alive. I came by here after work to get some groceries, and all this shit happened. I will take this though. She bent down reaching for two hunting knives. She put one around her ankle and another around her side. Right. It's great we got all this firepower now, but you said there was a dozen of you earlier. And these things tore through you like you were nothing. So, I mean, are we that much safer? I think it really just depends on what type of creature we're facing. I don't think all these things are all the same. So... What do you think they are a different kind of species or something? Does it matter? The ones we saw and dealt with were all ugly bastards. I'm still having trouble processing all of this, a little doc. Max threw a rifle over his shoulder stepping closer to me. I happened to look behind him to notice Cecilia was clenching her rifle. I shook my head at her, letting her know it was okay, and she relaxed. I still don't get how Bobby came back to life when the rest of these things didn't. So, whatever you guys have dealt with are you saying, there might be more of them. Maybe you're deaf, or maybe you're dumb but that's what he's been saying all along. Dominic threw his rifle around his good shoulder, making his way into the conversation. Look, I'm just as confused as you are, but it's like Ryder said if these things can bleed, they can die. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not going to die in here. I've seen a lot of crazy things over the years. So let's come up with a plan to get out of here, so I can tell my grandkids about this. Assuming my family is still alive, when I get out of here. My wife. I hadn't talked to her in what felt like a day. I've been stuck in this store with all this stuff going on. I hadn't even really thought about how long I've been here. I didn't really believe in a higher power. Or sending good vibes to people. The only thing I could hope for was that my wife was okay. I hoped she remembered where it was I kept the gun at downstairs and barricaded herself there until I can get to her. My stomach sank a little bit thinking of her getting eaten alive by these things. The other outcome wasn't any better. Thinking about her trying to get to me and touching the snow also made my stomach churn. Hey, you okay, Ryder? Stu grabbed my attention from my days. I moved backward sitting back down on the chair behind me. Yeah, yeah I'm fine. I lied running my hands through my short black hair. Well, what's the plan? I think Ryder here has something in mind. Cecilia pointed towards me with her head. I shut my eyes blinking a few times and taking a few breaths standing up. Yeah, yeah, I do. I still have Bobby's body. I'm sorry you what? I let out a sigh. He's still in the back receiving area where we came from. And what do you plan on doing with him? An autopsy. Stu and Max looked over at each other for a second then back over at me. I could tell they both thought I was crazy for saying that. In all honesty, I thought I was a little bit crazy. I was about to open up a creature that wasn't even known to man, yet. You can't be serious. He is. Tell them the reason though. 
Look, all three of us saw what happened to him and how he came back to life to take James with him. If I can study these things from the inside out, we might be able to figure out what they are and what makes them tick. I know it sounds crazy trust me I know. It might just be the leverage we need though. That might be suicide. I thought for sure he would have had my back on this. And Max would have been the one to disagree with me. This time though Max didn't say anything he let Stu do all the talking. You want to go all the way back from the area you just came and dissect one of those things? Did it ever occur to you? There might be something in one of those things that set the rest of them off. It's a chance I'm willing to take. We have to figure out what is going on. You're either in or out. We got what we needed. We can easily leave you guys here. It would appear the writer's having some issues getting the new crew to go along with him. Is he going to be able to convince them? Find out on the next episode of Flurries. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard tonight, don't forget to go to the YouTube page, YouTube slash Twisted Tranquility, and hit that subscribe button, like, and comment. Also, if you're enjoying what you're listening to on this podcast, hit the follow button and the little bell icon to continue listening to installments of Flurries. I'm the Spectre broadcasting from the Warp Player of Twisted Tranquility. Until next time, minions.